Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services, offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. If you need to buy something, sell something, or whatever you want to do on Fiverr, just go to bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr today to get your gig or to put your gig on Fiverr and help support the program as well. That is bit.ly slash GOP J-O-S-H Fiverr F-I-V-E-R-R. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hey guys, so I'm here at Leslie Run and there's dead worms and dead fish all throughout this water. So, something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. Can, can you show, can you come here? And, and, and let me just show this to people. I don't know if you're gonna see this on the camera, but watch this. Just see that chemical pop out of the creek. This is disgusting. And the fact that we have not cleaned up the, the, the train crash, the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine. Do not forget these people. We've got to keep applying pressure. That's how we're going to fix this problem. Thank you. Rockovich, where she puts the, the water in front of them. And- <laughs> Um, you know, it reminds me of that scene in Aaron Brockovich where she puts the, the water in front of them and says, if you think it's clean, we brought this water from, uh, you know, the, the, the community that was affected. Uh, look, I, I think that if the EPA administrator wants to stand here and tell people that the tap water is safe, by all means, uh, they should be willing to drink it. Are you? Uh, no, I just told uh, I told Tom, I think that uh, if I was living here, uh, I would drink the bottled water for now, better safe than sorry, especially since it's being provided for free. Uh, that's the guidance I would give. But again, you know, residents are going to make their own decisions on this. But my honest personal advice is I'd be drinking the bottled water right now. <laughs> Hello and um, welcome. You know, this is the conservative crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. GOP Josh with you today on the network. We are recording this at the bright hour of 9 a.m. In, in, on the East Coast. So if there's any news that happens between now and the time the program goes out, um, sorry. But we fit it into our schedule to do the program for you all today, covering the train crash in East Palestine, covering the House Bill 6 scandal and the lawsuits and the court cases going on with that right now, covering a whole lot. Biden had a cognitive test. George Soros is weighing in on the GOP primary. A lot to get to today. Brought to you by our friends over at our Patreon page, 
patreon.com slash gopjosh, p-a-t-r-e-o-n slash g-o-p-j-o-s-h. I know you can't see this as an audio-only medium. Um, you can't see the video of um, J.D. Vance scraping the bottom of the creek bed and actually watching the chemicals come up. That is on our Twitter page, um, or his Twitter page, uh, G- J.D. Vance 1 is his username. Go check that video out. I think it's his pinned tweet, if I'm not mistaken. I'll also retweet it um, after I'm done recording the episode. But, yeah, if you just search J.D. Vance 1, it comes up right on the screen. It is on his profile. Ted Cruz retweeted it. The news media is running with it. This is not trustworthy water. This is not water that you would take a straw and just sip out of the creek, which I don't. I wouldn't do that anyway, but if they are telling you, and the government's telling you, and the people in power are telling you, you should be able to drink the water. Why is the water oily? He just sticks it with a stick. He doesn't throw anything in there. He doesn't pour something in there before the video. He just sticks it in the ground. He, he rubs around the, the bottom of the creek bed with a stick a little bit, and you can see the oil rise right up. Now, that's not obviously the water source where they pull the water from for that community. But it is a water source that people might use or might contaminate their water source. So get your personal wells tested and make sure that your water is safe. The rail firm that actually crashed this train will not meet with the people of, of East Palestine, Ohio. A public meeting that was meant to ease fears about a toxic chemical spill in an Ohio town only heightened anger when the rail firm at the heart of the disaster failed to show up. Uh, Representatives of the Norfolk Southern Railway Company, whose train carrying the chemicals derailed 13 days ago, causing a huge fire, cited security concerns when they pulled out. After the derailment, emergency crews performed a controlled, pardon me, uh, release of the vinyl chloride um, from five rail cars that were at risk of exploding. Thick plumes of black smoke towered over the town, East Palestine, but crews monitoring the air quality sought to reassure locals that it's going to be that it was going as planned. Despite those assurances from officials, many residents say they have continued to be frightened about the potential harms, which they say have impacted human and wildlife alike. Um, thousands of dead fish have appeared in creeks. People around town have had uh, this is off the article, but um, had had their birds dead. It's disgusting what we're seeing. Pete Buttigieg went on Yahoo TV, which I didn't know anyone actually watched Yahoo TV outside of hotel lobbies, but he went on Yahoo TV. Uh, this is a 18-second clip from RNC Research. Uh, look, rail safety is something that, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation ha- has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. Pete Buttigieg, you are the transportation secretary. That is your job. Just because this one's getting an extra amount of attention doesn't mean you're doing your job well. Okay, Pete? This is your job to stop trains from derailing. Why did the government and the FDA go on to the page about vinyl chloride on their website and update the updated 11 days before the train crash. We can't see the original website, but it's been updated in 11 days according to the website metadata. Why they update it so so recently? 
Why is it when you search vinyl chloride, the first thing that comes up on Google, the main search engine, is the National Cancer Institute? And why are we okay with blowing it up, getting it into the air? If you have a gas car, if you drive a little Honda Civic or you drive a big Dodge Ram alike, if you drive a gas car, you are the worst person in history. You are causing pollution. You need to get a new car and stop polluting the air because you're going to kill everyone. But if you are a train operator and you decide to blow up vinyl chloride in your cars, hey, you're fine, you know, it will be all right. It's a joke. Here's the White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, on the state of Pete Buttigieg. Secretary Buttigieg has gotten some criticism, uh, some of it, much of it in Ohio, some of it from Democrats and Republicans who argue that he waited too long to respond and then he's, he's seemed to be fixated on trying to deflect blame to the previous administration. So does the president, is he satisfied with the, with the uh, government's response to this derailment? And is he, uh, does he have confidence in continuing Yes, absolutely. Confidence? I can answer that very quickly and very uh, with, with, with confidence from here that we do have uh, absolute confidence in, in Mayor Pete. And sec- I always say that, Secretary uh, Buttigieg. Mayor Pete, whatever his name is, needs to be fired from his job. The Biden administration is not allowing federal aid to East Palestine. The Biden administration turned on a request for federal disaster assistance from Ohio Governor Mike DeWine after the aftermath of the train derailment in the state earlier this month that led to a large release of toxic chemicals. FEMA told Ohio State's government that it was not eligible for disaster release to help the community recover from the toxic spill. Uh, Dan uh, Tierney, a spokesperson for DeWine, uh, told Fox News Digital on Thursday. Tierney explained that FEMA believed the incident didn't qualify for a a traditional disaster such as a tornado or hurricane for which it usually provides assistance. The DeWine administration has been in con- daily contact with FEMA to discuss the need for federal support. However, FEMA continues to tell Governor DeWine that Ohio is not eligible for assistance at this time. FEMA said that its team is in constant communication with DeWine's office, but didn't comment on the request for federal relief. All right. So if you are the national organization to prevent crises and to help people who are in crises... This is a crisis. This is a major crisis. Talk about that next on the program. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Feature Radio Network. Back right after this. Stay right here. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services and offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. Voiceover, translation, logo design, articles, and blog posts, proofreading, graphic design, and digital marketing are just a few of the services offered on Fiverr. Go to bit.ly slash gopjoshfiverr to get a Fiverr gig for your business or hobby today. That is bit.ly slash gopjoshfiverr today. The link is also in the show notes below. Blackout Coffee is a patriotic and tasty coffee company that offers coffee, hot chocolate, mugs, shirts, and more. Get some great coffee at blackoutcoffee.com today. Use code TSMS to support the Red Feature Radio Network and get 10% off your order. That is TSMS at blackoutcoffee.com. And finally, Patreon is a growing platform for exclusive content and interaction with the creators you love. Go to patreon.com slash Josh and for as little as $3, you can unlock exclusive interactions and content with me while also supporting the program. Patreon.com slash Josh today. 
that is $3, which is less than a cup of Starbucks coffee. One Starbucks coffee for a month worth of content. I think that's worth it myself. Patreon.com slash GOP Josh for that today. Um, so the FEMA, the government board that's in charge of crises in, in the entire country, has said the crisis in East Palestine, Ohio, with the train crash, the environmental crisis, with the personal crisis, with the uh, unsafe to drink drinking water, um, is not does not qualify for federal aid. Does not qualify to have relief. There was a press conference there, and I want to bring up these videos from Nick Sorto, who's on the ground. Uh, Nick Sorto, I'm sorry, who's on the ground, doing great coverage. He is working with locals to get them on TV um, to talk about it, who is taking videos of what's going on. There's another video here. I'm not going to play the audio because I don't know exactly what they say, but she throws a brick in there, and I, I'm going to link his uh, his Twitter page in the show notes below. They throw a brick in there, and then oil comes up, and at the end of this video, it's 59 seconds long, it is just a rainbow-filled lake. Uh, Senator Brown, after he toured the East Palestine train crash, if you lived here, would you feel safe in the water or even drinking the water? Brown said, I can't answer that. Biden's EPA showed up after 13 days. Nick Sortor offered him a glass of drinking water from the tap. He declined after walking around the entire town. Um, and I want to go through this press conference that happened on, I believe it was Tuesday. No, it was Monday after the program. Um, first question, why are the people outside of a one-mile radius from East Palestine getting no support? Because that's what the Department of Transportation told us to do. There are thousands of people from East Palestine at the town hall. They're demanding answers. Don't believe anything the government has told them thus far. Bill Johnson, the congressman, we have found nothing in the air or water that will be harmful. This East Palestine resident. You all said the same thing about Ground Zero on 9-11 too, and that was a lie. I'm going to read that again. You all said the same thing about Ground Zero too, and that was a lie. Are you believing this? Are, are you believing this is the status of our country? It's disgusting. We can't have a government that cares about the people. If they're going to blow up train cars with nasty chemicals and then just letting it letting it go, it's fine. Drink the water, drink the water. Don't you dare not drink the tap water. But if I'm a politician, I'm not going to drink the tap water. If I'm an EPA director, I'm not going to drink the tap water. If my name's Governor Mike DeWine, I'm not going to drink the tap water. And I don't have that clip saved, of course. Probably taken down. Uh, if I'm J.D. Vance, I'm not going to drink the tap water. I'm not going to drink the tap water as, as a regular person. Um, I will feel safe to drink the tap water when uh, Governor Mike DeWine, uh, Husted, Frank LaRose, Sherrod Brown, and uh, J.D. Vance, and Secretary Pete, Indulge in a glass or two. Just pour out a tap um, and drink it. A congressman from Texas came to East Palestine for some reason. And he took a glass of tap water, supposedly. I want to play this funny video um, where he said, We are outside of this Chinese restaurant and I have the tap water. I'm not going to show you me pouring the tap, but I'll... I'll 
I'll drink the water. Here, here I am. I'm at, in Palestine, in Ohio here, with the train derailment. Had great meetings with Norfolk Southern. Had an opportunity to speak with the mayor, EPA officials. We talked about the, the issues that the people, that the 4,800 residents are faced with here in East Palestine as it relates to water and or air quality. The air quality is fine right now, and the water, the drinking water within this municipality is safe to drink. They have a water treatment facility. They've tested the water. There are no issues with the public water in the city. I'm here in front of this little cafe. I had them pull a little water out of their tapper, and I'm going to drink it. And so he drinks the water, supposedly. He throws it down. The fire chief, everybody says the water is clean to drink in the municipality. Drink the water. If you have a private well, if you don't have city utilities, you have a private well, they are recommending that you drink bottled water while they are testing your individual well. But as it relates to public water here in the city of East Palestine, the little community here, it's safe to drink. Thank you. So this congressman from not out in Ohio said, yeah, it's safe to drink. Let me watch you uh, watch me drink this video, uh, this this glass. I replied, go inside, turn on the tap, fill up the cup and drink it right there. Do it all in one shot. Um, Give me a second here. I remember a video from. Mayor Adams. Let me see if I have it here. Hey, tap into good health. I never head out without my New York City tap water. Hot outside. I urge every New Yorker to drink up. Tap water is the best. So he, in this video, he goes and he pours the tap. Uh, he puts some tap water in, or he, he just runs the tap and takes the lid off of his bottle. He says, tap into good health and never head out. And they cut the video before he drinks. And then he took a drink uh, at the end of the video. Why are they so afraid to drink the tap water on camera? Why won't they let Nick Sortor or Hayden Ferguson or another reporter on the ground in East Palestine just go up, take their phone, and say, okay, Corey Nell, or Tori, uh, Troy Nels, here's the video, and here's the tap water, and here's them pouring it out, and here's them drinking it. If it's safe to drink, I mean... Filtration systems won't take out um, won't take out vinyl chloride. I don't know if they can test for vinyl chloride, but it will not take it out. Um, I don't trust the government. I never have. I'm not a, a government truster as a person. But we have a government that is trying to get you to drink nasty tap water. Um, I don't think we have this clip anymore from Alex Jones. I want to find it if we can. I'm going to look through our through our uh, systems, but, um, give me just a second here, because I think, I think it fits here, I think here it is, is this it? Here we go, it's like a minute long. In Vietnam, they'd spray PCP on the troops, Jacob's Ladder, <laughs> you think PCP, some horse tranquilizer something, <laughs> they got stuff that'll whack your brain permanently. Brain chips in the trips. They give the trips special vaccines that are really nanotech that already re-engineer their brains. We're going to get taken off. Yeah, there stuff. it is, the gay bomb. Look it up for yourself. I mean, this is what they're... What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. 
And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. You think I am like, oh, shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. They're putting chemicals in the water that are turning the frogs gay, and they're also putting chemicals in the water that kill you. Because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. And so I can have my own oxygen mode here. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that are going to give you liver cancer. <laughs> and give you all kinds of cancer for drinking their water. Don't drink the tap water. In East Palestine, Ohio. In Ohio. In Kentucky. In Pennsylvania. In West Virginia. In Indiana. In these areas that are taken beholden to the Ohio River. In any water body surrounding East Palestine. If you go out and it's raining, probably take caution because it might be acid rain. We do not have a government that cares about the people. We have people that care about the people that are doing the actual work of the government. Where is the American Red Cross? Where are these organizations that are supposed to be for the people, by the people, because of we the people? They're non-existent. They don't care about East Palestine, Ohio, because it's Columbia County... Um, East Palestine mayor. Let's look up the East Palestine mayor. Trent Conway. Let's see this party affiliation. Does it have his party affiliation listening? He's a Republican. You're telling me East Palestine votes for Republicans? Well, why would the government care? Why would the government care? He is a Republican elected by Republicans in East Palestine, Ohio. So because they didn't vote for Joe Biden, they didn't vote for the Democrat, they are going to be killed. Let that sink in. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. Hey everyone, it's Joe P. Josh. We can only keep the Conservative Crusader podcast or, or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Feature Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash gopjosh. You can also support the program at anchor.fm slash theconservativecrusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give. This program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected, but anything to keep us on the air helps. Thank you, folks. And now, back to the Conservative Crusader. is that Trump and Governor DeSantis of Florida will slug it out for the Republican nomination. Trump has turned into a pitiful figure, continually bemoaning his loss in 2020. 
Big Republican donors are abandoning him in droves. DeSantis is shrewd, ruthless, and ambitious. He is likely to be a Republican candidate. That's George Soros. First off, sounds like the adrenochrome is running off. Welcome to the program. GOP Josh in for you today on the Red Future Radio Network. George Sand- or George Soros, I'm sorry, George Soros, not Santos the congressman, George Soros, the globalist adrenochrome drinker, says DeSantis will beat Trump for the GOP nomination. I would consider this somewhat of an endorsement if George Soros is backing him and saying, yeah, he should win. Liberal billionaire influencer George Soros predicted Thursday that Governor Ron DeSantis will beat the f- former president, Donald Trump, at the 2024 GOP primaries, prompting the former president to run as a third-party candidate. Um, the video is kind of hard to hear. This could include Trump, whose narcissism has turned into a disease to run as a third-party candidate. This would lead to a Democratic landslide and force the Republican Party to reform itself at the Munich Security Conference. Um, he said in this speech, DeSantis is shrewd, ruthless, and ambitious. He is likely to be the Republican nominee. They called him uh, Trump a pitful figure. And one thing before we move on, because I just want to talk about this for a minute. Um, I am going to back the person for president who is not backed by George Soros in any way, shape, or form. I'm just going to clarify that. If you're backed by George Soros, if George Soros compliments you, pardon me, compliments you, I'm not going to feel confident with you as my president. Or you as a figure in the Republican Party nationally. Or you as a person in the Republican Party nationally. And I consider that praise by George Soros, just by the way. All right. Biden tries to take questions for his um, press conference. He had a, a 10-minute uh, speech about the, the, the balloons because that's all he cares about. He's not talking about East Palestine. He's not going to East Palestine. Neither is Mayor Pete. They are just going to talk about the balloons and Trump. And he, um, Buttigieg blamed Trump for this... Uh, for this train crash and his regulation. Fox News, people to just blames Trump for Ohio de- train derailment and make criticism where we were constrained because of rare regulation caused by Trump. You've been in office for three years now, doofus. Two years, technically, but you've had time to, to, to work on what you have to do. All right. Biden was providing an update on the recent action taken by the U.S. government to shoot down several objects that were flying over continental U.S. just days after a Chinese surveillance balloon was spotted over Montana and other states. Biden has received criticism for his handling of the situation, with some saying he waited too long to down the initial balloon. He gave the order to shoot it down as soon as it would be safe to do so. We could have shot down the balloon over the Pacific Ocean. We could have shot down the balloon over Alaska, where there's like a house every 10 miles. But he waited for his friends in China to get the intel they needed. Just clar- just to clarify that here. Um, we tracked it closely, we analyzed its capabilities, and we learned about how it operates, and because we knew its path, we were able to protect sensitive sites against collection, but we waited until it was safely over water, which would not only protect civilians, but also enable us to recover substantial c- components for further analysis. It's funny this comes out and this story is released right after this East Palestine crisis happens. I think it's funny this happens right after the Biden classified document scandals happening. Why'd that just get buried? One reporter, we couldn't get their name. Sir, there's been criticism that this was uh, this was um, compromised by our family's business relationships. Give me a break, man. You can come to my office and ask the question. We have more polite people. And then he left the podium. So he gave like a seven-minute speech. He won't answer a question by the press. He is a lackluster president. 
he is not doing work for the American people. He does not work for the American people in any capacity. He works for China. He works for Russia. He works for Ukraine. I don't know who he works for. He just works for everyone. He is a roundabout sort of guy. He works for everyone but the United States. He works for Palestine and Israel, not Palestine and America. But he cannot answer a question, a simple question, but he is fit for duty according to a physical exam here. He took his physical examination this week, which included removing uh, lesions from his chest. Um, And the White House physician Kevin O'Connor said in a summary of his health exam that the president remains fit for duty and fully executes all of his responsibilities without any exemptions or accommodations. Um, It was removed for a biopsy. The summary also said that the president does not appear to be experiencing symptoms associated with long COVID and that his stiff gait has not worsened since his November 2021 exam. Um, He's dropped in weight. His body mass index is lower. His blood pressure is higher. Um, They did not do a cognitive test for some reason. Um, But they pretty much said he's safe and he's healthy and he can serve. Who is pulling the strings? Why is it that we are in the administration period, in this deep, pretty much? Uh, for, For years, he's been... Strings have been pulled by random people. We don't know who's pulled the strings. Um, it, but now he's he's healthy, he's safe, he's ready to serve. If he gets any worse, we will not have a country. He's not the commander-in-chief. He is the sleeper-in-chief. He is the TV-in-chief. He is the ice cream-in-chief. He's not the commander-in-chief. He does not command a thing. He does not command power in the world. He does not command the government. He does not command our um, our military he doesn't command his own cabinet he commands nothing he's not a commander-in-chief he is a liar-in-chief and a thief-in-chief and he is not fit to serve in the office of president of the united states of america john fetterman is not fit to serve in the u.s senate um ever since may of 2022 when he had a stroke they said oh he's fine he's fine i remember when i heard about the stroke i was um just cruising around i stopped at a burger king for a whopper 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 or something like that and I, I turn on the TV, or they had the TV on, on Fox News, because I was in a conservative area, and they had Fox News on the on the Burger King TV, and they said, oh yeah, John Fetterman had a stroke on primary day, or right before primary day. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the guy going to be the nominee, guaranteed for the Democrat Party for nominations um, in 2022 for the Senate. Uh, Connor Lamb had no chance. The former congressman, I believe, who ran in that position. It was going to be John Fetterman, and he said, oh, he'll recover from the stroke. And I know stroke survivors. They recovered pretty well. Um, John Fetterman is not recovering from that stroke at all. He still gets dizzy easily. He's still unhealthy. He still eats and he's a big man. He ha- He's not taking any action to reform his health. He is just a big man who, who had problems with his health. And it's not his fault he's had problems with his health. The stroke is caused probably because of the vaccine. And so now John Fetterman is unhealthy and cannot serve as, as president in a adequate fashion. He has gone since to Walter Reed Medical Center and checked himself in to treat for clinical depression. He is no longer able to vote for anything in the Senate while he is out. Um, while John has experienced a depression on and on throughout his life, it only became severe after recent weeks, the Senator's Chief of Staff said in a statement on Thursday, um, Congress's attending physician evaluated Fetterman and reckon, recommended inpatient care. After examining John, the doctors at Walter Reed told us that John is getting the care he needs and he will soon be back to himself. 
if he is experiencing severe depression, if he is experiencing any sort of health problems whatsoever, it would be in the best interest of John Fetterman, of Gazelle Fetterman, of their children, of the governor of Pennsylvania, of the United States Senate, and of the country for him to step down. Now, I don't want him to step down because he's one less vote right now, and I hope he gets better, and I hope he's healthy, and I hope he can come back and be his full swing self as the people of uh, Pennsylvania elect him to be. But I don't see that happening. We remember the debate where he started at good night, and when he said, the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles in everything else, he is not fit to serve. We thought Biden was bad, and he was bad. We thought, yeah, I mean, we'll be all right with Biden. He'll have someone back there pulling the strings. He'll still be able to sign and veto whatever he promised the voters he would that didn't actually vote for him. Um, But we have a president and a senator now, a, a combination, both from around the same area in the country, which I find interesting, who are just unfit to serve, unable to talk, unable to do a lot of things. So, um, it's a shame. I really hope he gets better. Um, remember this clip from the debate? Something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? And it's a buffer here, but I think it's the only thing keeping it from being actual dead air is the buffer on the video. This is a video from October, so it's just not loading very well on the computer. Very cool. Um, and then he shot. He, he tried to shoot a black voter. You know, he, he did a lot of things with that. He's not fit to serve in, in Congress. He should resign. Gazelle will get that position. She is his wife, and she will be happy. She will be in the Senate. John Fetterman can rest his final days um, in his life with his family and his kids, his young kids, hopefully not have another stroke, calm down, not be as stressed. He can be a spouse, a, a senator spouse. He can still go around saying he was a senator from Pennsylvania. He can go out and, and go to the, all the Eagles games because the Eagles are better than the Eagles and just go along with it. GOP Josh back after this with our Ohio segment here on the Red Future Radio Network. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you all today. GOP Josh is your host. GOPJosh.com is our website. Also, RedFutureRadio.com is our network page where you can see all of our programs, including the sports show. Um, should be on posted on the website this weekend. Uh, if you go to my uh, Apple Podcast page, make sure you hit five stars and rate the show five stars. Also, you can see that show on there on Spotify, on Anchor. Just search Red Feature Radio Sports. Samuel McGuire Show is the show hosted by our president and CEO, Samuel McGuire. Great friend of mine, great host of his program as well. Also on Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, the Householder Trial, uh, the former Speaker of the Ohio House, Larry Householder, is on trial. 
for his involvement with the House Bill 6 corruption scandal. We've been covering this off and on for a while now. I've been kind of letting the trial play out before we hop on the program and talk about it. Um, But there's big news out of it yesterday. Actually, a few days ago. I'm sorry. Um, Ohio's largest corruption case continues in federal court in Cincinnati, where former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder and lobbyist and former Ohio Republican Party leader uh, Matthew Borges are on trial. The alleged conspiracy deals with the dark money saga surrounding House Bill 6, Ohio's nuclear and coal bailout law. The most astonishing aspect of this so far for Ohio citizen action has been the brazenness of corruption and the overall disdain that Ohio elected officials had for voters and ratepayers, the group's political director said, um, Kyle Markham. If for anyone who's working really closely on House Bill 6, it's been clear how much money was going into, the, into it, said Neil Wagner, federal deputy director for on energy campaigns for the Sierra Club. Um, it was very clearly coming from First Energy. I want to go to one specific part of the article before we end the program today. Had dinner with Yost last night. Okay, let, let's start with, with the header for this. Trial exhibits suggestion that Borges and Householder wanted Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost to block the referendum um, to repeal it, I believe. Um, phone records indicate Yost had phone conversations with both Householder and Borges. Text messages had revealed maneuvering. Had dinner with Yost last night and put the referendum issue on his radar, said a June 2019 text from Borges to co-defendant Juan Cespedes, who has pled guilty. Borges also reported that Yost has said he would have opposed House Bill 6 if it weren't for FE support and your involvement. That's important right there. Borges also reported that Yost said he would have opposed House Bill 6 if it weren't for First Energy support and your involvement. I'm sorry. That is not okay. Additional texts said Borges was in touch with Ohio. This is very important. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Borges wrote in a July 2019 text, LaRose is expecting us to be publicly supportive of him. In another text, Borges wrote that LaRose wanted to meet with John Kiani, now chair of the of Energy Harbor, then First Energy Solutions. One month of the 90-day period for seeking signatures on petitions was taken up with getting necessary approvals from Yost and LaRose's office. Ohio's attorney generals have rejected initial violence for the bill referendums before. This time, First Energy Solution was actively trying to block the referendum. Yost, to rule a hospital six is not a subject to referendum on the grounds that it was a tax. Yost let the referendum move ahead, but after rejecting the first bill's summary language, LaRose offices waited until the end of August 2019 before letting the referendum effort move forward. Ohioans against corrupt uh, corporation uh, corporate bailouts, the group wanting a voter referendum, later complained about HB6 supporters being able to get contract information for signature collectors. That information led a pro-House Bill 6 group to pay off some of those workers to quit. So we have here the biggest bribery scandal in Ohio history, and probably American history, if we're getting frank with it, where Yost is making his decisions based on what donors say, which this is a common thing, just not on this large of a scale. And Frank LaRose, who wants to run for U.S. Senate against uh, Mike, or not Mike, Matt Dolan and against Sherrod Brown, is now saying that he is involved and has asked for First Energy support for his campaign. You know what kind of baggage this brings? It didn't work very well in 2021 special election against Mike Carey, who actually wasn't involved in the trial and in the, um, in the bribery. So it didn't matter against him with Allison Russo. But after this trial, which is being 
aired on national TV and in state TV and being covered every day, the highlights of it in the dispatch on uh, Channel 10, Channel 6, Channel 4 in lone local broadcasts. Um, this is going to be a big talking point in 2024 in Ohio, and, and few are refusing or realizing this. The last time we had 22 people, or however many it was, vote against a Republican chose speaker for a, Demo- a different person, a Republican that was backed by Democrats, it was Larry Householder. So this is an incredibly important sort of event here, right, that we had it happen again with Jason Stevens. But now we have someone who wants to run for Senate being backed by First Energy for that position and for whatever position it was running for. So if you think that Sherrod Brown is not going to run advertisements against um, Frank LaRose by saying, look at his ties to First Energy. Look at how he is tied to the organization, tied to the bribery. And it's not going to work. You are a fool. This is why I am publicly against Frank LaRose for Senate. Uh, He is... See, Matt Dolan won't win unless he's the only person in the race. That's why I'm trying to get Frank LaRose to not run. He would just help Matt Dolan. But um, Matt Dolan, I'm not too worried about. Frank LaRose is a strong contender for the primary. He will not beat Sherrod Brown in any capacity. He wouldn't beat Sherrod Brown to be dog catcher in... I don't know, Union County. In one of the most conservative counties of the state. Sherrod Brown is a strong candidate. Frank LaRose is a strong candidate for the primary for the base. But now that he's tied to House Bill 6, he needs to get the idea of running for Senate out of his head because it will be deadly to the Republican Party of Ohio if he does run and he loses. Matt Dolan won't tie himself to Trump, won't even try to ride Trump's coattails to victory. So he's obviously not even going to win the primary. But we have Frank LaRose, who is tied to House Bill 6, trying to run for Senate, by the way. I am extremely disgusted by this crisis, by this scandal, by this bribery. And the fact that Frank LaRose thinks he still has enough credibility to run for another office. My name is GOP Josh. Back Monday with a brand new episode of The Conservative Crusader here on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you all for being here, as always. GOP Josh coming at you next Monday on the Red Future Radio Network. And as always, my friends, have a great weekend and stay tuned. This is The Conservative Crusader. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. 